on Triple M, the Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Morning, everybody. Welcome back. We uh, obviously did the right things last week, and the bosses allowed us to come back for another week. On today's program, we'll be talking a junior footy with uh, the Falcons Junior Footy Club registrations coming up very, very soon. Last week, we caught up with Takira's Netball. We've got another one of the uh, Karatha Netball Clubs on the program today. And before we finish up, we'll catch up with Jody from Karatha Basketball because our kids killed the what's-her-name last week in the uh, state championships for 13s and 14s. So we'll catch up with the Karatha Basketball on talk. Uh, junior country champs from last weekend. It's a big, 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 busy program. Coming up for you next, we will be talking to uh, Tom Walsh from Karatha Enduro. And just a reminder, uh, a little bit later on today, we've got uh, the first round of the Karatha Kart Club event for the year. Uh, Make sure you get out there with the kids. It'll be a great time. And if you're going to walk through the pits, you do need enclosed footwear. So a big day out for the Carafa Kart Club this afternoon. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara's Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show brought to you by Extreme Sports in the Carafa City Shopping Centre. The We spoke with Kieran Rowland last week from the Carafa Kart Club and they've got their first meeting of the year today. But right next door to the Carafa Kart Club, you'll notice that there is a motocross club, a track that's been out there, hasn't been used since the uh, night meeting that finished off season 2022. Uh, the boss out there, the president, is Tom Walsh. He's on the phone. G'day, Walshy. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. How are we going for season 2023? Are we far away? I mean, I know I just said uh, Kieran Rowland and the Kart Club start today. When do you guys get underway? Uh, our first round is a, a club run on the 19th of March, next month. All right. So we're about a month away then. Yeah, that's right. It's creeping up on us. All right. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, do you need to do much work out at the track? I mean, uh, obviously over the summer months it's bloody hot and, and dusty and stuff like that. The rains help a little bit, I guess, to settle that down. But do you need to do a bit of work between now and uh, March 19th? Uh, yeah, we do. We're very busy out there at the minute. Um I will be out there every weekday for the next two <laughs> weeks. And, uh, yeah, we've got a we've got a uh, a full track crew um, of guys that come out uh, when they have time, and we are currently building the track back to a full size motocross track. Um, after our night round, we cut it shorter for that one, um, as well as yeah, we're prepping for a, a new concrete slab that's going to go down for a, a shed, a big shed. Well, alrighty. Sounds like there's everything's happening out there. This can't be cheap. I'm, I'm guessing there must have been some money pumped in somewhere. What about uh, starting gates? Are, you, uh, are they in good good condition, or are you looking to get some new ones built or uh, re-maintained? And what about some uh, facilities for the little takers when they came out with mum and dad to watch the uh, the motocross? We got uh, like playgrounds for the kids. We do have a playground. Uh, we. Yeah, as you said, there's been a lot of fun uh, from the last couple of years um, through uh, government grants and company grants. We um, currently got uh, we received fifty thousand dollars from um, the DLGSC. For those people um, who don't know what that is, it used to be called Sport and Rec. Uh, it's now Department of Local Government Sport and Cultural Industries, but I still call it Sport and Rec. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so that was that was our biggest grant. Um, that was massive. That that was for us to purchase a twenty by ten meter uh, shed. Um, it'll be uh, while we're not at the track, it'll be a massive um, storage facility where we can keep all our um, like you know shades, um, tables, mm-hmm. chairs, eskies for the flaggies, flags, um, things like that. And then um, when we when we're racing, we'll open it up and use it for a bit of shelter. Fantastic. So, that was huge and on the side of that will be uh, a new playground which has been purchased um we just need to finish the shed before we can put that one up yep yeah, fair enough uh so we likely to have them the playground or the, the shed and the playground ready for round one in a month's time or is it probably more towards the middle of the season um we are looking to have the shed erected and up before round one beautiful That's our aim. yep um we've um we've got our mate Chris from Nickel River Civil and Sand out there as we speak, um, prepping to put the pad down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, give a little plug now. He's driving all our Brooks High machines that they give us. <laughs> and, um, we are a commercial radio station, mate. You can go ahead and name as many sponsors as you like. That's all good. Um, I'll give everyone a plug at the end. <laughs> that's all right. But yeah, so um, so that's that's going as we speak, uh, and we're aiming. We will have we'll have that up before round one. All right, so round one's a club meet, and that'll be uh, a month away, 19th of March. What about uh, visiting um, tournaments, visiting meets, if you like? Do you get, like, a, a Northwest Super Series or a Northwest Tournament or anything like that? We do. We have a, a Northwest cha- uh, Championship Series. Um, where it's our turn to do round one this year. Mm-hmm. And um, when's that going to be? April Fool's Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that one's a two-day event. Mm-hmm. Um, April first and second. Um, that's that's probably uh, our biggest event going over two days. Um, yeah, that'll be huge. We we generally get well over a hundred riders for those ones coming from or anywhere for Panamonica, Parabudu, Tom Price, Newman, Broome, Canarvon. Do you get any city city riders come up and have try their luck on the red dirt on the Pindan? We do. Um, we do for our open um, races, like our night round. Oh, okay, um, yep. Big ones like that. But for the uh, Northwest, it's purely for Northwest registered riders, yeah? Yeah, usually, yeah. Um, just because it's like a championship series. Um, so, yeah, we, we generally have all from the North, Northwest on, on those ones. Now, um, um, Apart from riders, obviously, because they're going to take make full use of the track, what about uh, volunteers? Now, any sporting club around the Pilbara and around here in Caratha knows that they that any sporting club lives and dies by the number of volunteers. Uh, there's plenty of sporting opportunities around the city of Caratha, um, and Caratha Enduro Motocross Club is just another one. How are you guys off for volunteers and helpers? Because it's not just people that uh, ride. You need someone to start the event. Events. You need someone to. We need plenty of flag marshals around the track. I would think it's a very technical track. Yeah, that's right. Um, you actually hit the nail right on the head there. With um, the biggest thing that we we struggle for is um, the flaggies um, out on the track. Um, it's yeah, understandably hard for um, parents. I mean, I'm, I'm one as well with um, three kids that ride. Um, so we always struggle on race day um, getting. You know, even up to eight or nine flag points covered. Um, yeah, so 
So does it, Mick, does it come, oh, sorry, uh, Tommy, does it come down to uh, no flaggies, no racing? Because it's really a safety issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it hasn't come down to that yet, um, but we we get close sometimes. <laughs> um, just, yeah, it, it kind of pushes people sometimes out of their comfort zone to to have to cover that. But, um, yeah, it's something that we need. It's a, it's a safety um, factor that we have. Um, with our race and probably one of the most important ones, those guys in the Ambos. Yeah, um, and it, and it also be um, a critical factor with your uh, with your public liability insurance as well. I would think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All yeah. right. So, um, do flag officials, flaggies, flag marshals, do they need to have training? And if they do, can you guys provide that for them? Yeah, yeah, we sure can. We um, we do a a safety briefing with um, whoever's on the flag marshalling like before every race um we have a, a riders uh riders meeting before every um meeting before every club round mm-hmm. um, and round um and then we'll break up and um one of us will do a presentation for the flag marshals as well um to help them with the, the different flags there's quite a few of them um it's very controlled it's good all right uh now just to finish off then uh, for this particular Saturday, we're a month away now. You, you said that you got a pretty big grant, fifty grand, from yeah. the Department of Local Government, Sport and Cultural Industries, the old Sport and Rec, um, which was fully supported by our local government, City of Caratha. What about other sponsors that help you get um, track events done on a um, event by event basis? I mean, you you did mention um, you got the, the Brookside Machinery out there at the moment, and uh, one of your local, one of our local. Uh, Contractors is out there working on the track right now. So, what about yeah. other sponsors? Uh, yeah, so just so far this year, um, everyone who's chipping in as far as companies, um, as I said, Brooks, Nick River, Civil and Sand, um, the Bliss, uh, Bliss Brothers Haulage, mm-hmm. uh, he's bringing all of the sand, a couple of hundred tonne of sand um, from Northwest uh, Nickel River, Civil and Sand um, f- for the pad, for the shed. Um, so that's huge, like bringing a couple hundred tonne of sand, it's not cheap. Um, and fuel, fuel Fix uh, have been a huge help as well. Um, they give us um, fuel trailers so that we can keep these machines going um, and give them back to Brooks with fuel, fuel in them. Uh, lift Equipped, um, they're massively helpful. Um, they Sometimes we've got to bring larger machines out that we have to get floated um, on a truck, which also would not be cheap. Um, they help us out with... Um, yeah, float, low loader, tilt trays, um, huge um, help from them on our night runs as well with lighting towers. Yep. Um, Ratha Machinery, um, Hire, KMH, they um, have been for years um, supplying um, machinery, excavator, bobcats, things like that. Um, we literally can't run without all of these guys uh, and there's an arm length more um, that, that will jump on throughout yeah. the year. I'm sure. Oh. Hey, uh, we. I'd love to be able to talk to you for a lot, a lot longer. What I want to do is, if I can, is catch up with you in a couple of weeks' time when we're two weeks out from uh, the first round or a couple of weeks out from the first round, maybe talk to you about how uh, the uh, public can get involved as spectators and even if they want to get involved uh, riding, if they've been riding elsewhere and they're not sure how to join up with the Enduro Motocross Club here in Caratha, can we uh, talk about that in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, sure. Beautiful. Yeah.
our Facebook page and get them signed up. No worries. Excellent work, eh? Walshy, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, go well, and uh, I'll let you go because you probably want to get out of the track and do some more work. Yeah, that's it. Can't wait. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show brought to you by Extreme Sports in the Caratha City Shopping Centre. It's time to talk junior sport and junior footy registration day is coming up pretty soon. I think it's next weekend, next Sunday from memory. Uh, Mick Gillum is the president of uh, Falcons Juniors and he's on the phone this morning. Hello, Mick. How are you? Good, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad. Did I get the date right? Is it next Sunday? Yep. 26th. 26th, yep, of February. All right, so uh, junior registrations for the Falcons Junior Footy Club. What sort of age group are we talking about for juniors? So it's year 3s all the way to year 12s, so um, new registrations for all age groups. Um, year 3s sort of been a bit bit more of a push this year because traditionally a lot of them are registered for Auskick, so that's why we're having the rego day. So this is the, uh, the step... Um, post Auskick. The Auskick is around your five, six, seven year olds. Um, so this is post Auskick, is it? Uh, almost full field? Uh, yeah, it's slightly reduced size field, but yeah, they play a proper game with four quarters and it's, yeah, cracker. So not no zones. Auskick plays in zones, isn't it? Uh, Centre, um, forward, and, and defence, is that right? Yeah, we still try to keep some structure there for the, for the younger age groups, yeah, yeah. otherwise. It's a bit of a melee, but yeah, um, proper Aussie rules. All the kids tackling and all the rest of it. We obviously what? encourage kids to wear the head gear and yes. for safety, but, but yeah, it's a proper game of footy. All right, so uh, this is for year three, so they're about the eight-year-olds. Is that what we're looking at? Uh, yep. Through to year 12, so they're the 16, 17, 18-year-olds. Yeah, so we've got the age groups set up this year. We will have um, year three, fours combined. Yep. Uh, four fives combined. So we we found last year we had the grade fives and the grade threes, and there was a little bit of the, too much of a size difference. So yeah, we, yeah. the West, West Kilbra made the made the switch there. So that's good. And then goes year six, sevens, eight, nines, and then ten, eleven, twelves, all in one age group. Very so. good. Uh, so registration day starts next Sunday. What time are we getting underway, down, and whereabouts are you going to have it? We're at the Frank Butler, or AKA the Nest. And yeah, of course, um, Falcons t- Nest. Yep. Yeah, ten a.m. till twelve. Okay. Uh, we've got sauce-free sausage sizzle, ice creams, and merch for sale. And yeah, just get the kids having a kick of the footy and come down and and register and yeah, meet everyone at the club. Well, you have got the footy ground right out the front, haven't you? So uh, you can you know, throw out a few of the the balls for different sizes for the different kids and let them have a bit of a kick around whilst they're they're getting registered. Is it is it registration and fee paying on the same day? Yes, too. We, we do have um, payment op- options for anyone that needs assistance, yep. and there's um, other programs that we can help out there. But essentially, yeah, you rego and pay at the same time. All right. And uh, when they register, do they get the uh, the song sheet for it's a grand old flag? <laughs> yeah, we'll put that in the welcome pack. <laughs> um, the fees also include um, socks, shorts, and a training singlet for the for the kids. Very good. Now, uh, mouth guards are pretty important too, uh, and Extreme Sports can uh, help you out there uh, if you want to get a mouth guard sorted out. Go and see uh, Paula and Sharon down at Extreme Sports. Hey, Mick, always good to have a chat with you. If we can uh, touch base in a couple of weeks' time and see how we went on Rego Day. 
All right, sounds great. Thanks, Dave. Good on you. Mick Gillum is the club president of Falcons Junior Footy Club. Remember, the uh, registration is not tomorrow. It's next Sunday, the 26th, 10 o'clock, down at the Frank Butler Centre, also known as The Nest. Uh, You can bring the kids down there from year three through to year 12. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show. Very, very shortly, we'll be going off to the 9 o'clock update. But before I go, there. Let's talk netball and uh, the Karatha Cats netball president, Jordan Grigson, joins me on the phone. Morning, Jordan. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Yourself? Pretty good. I don't mind Saturday mornings coming in and talking sport. Hey, listen, um, Karatha Cats are doing, you've got your grading um, or your classification games going or trials and that sort of stuff going at the moment. Did you have one during the week? Is that right? Yeah, our first one kicked off on Wednesday and we had some pretty good numbers down there, so looking good for the year ahead. Uh, so the, the trick is, though, pretty good numbers pre-season is always a, a good recipe, but uh, the trick is keeping them, isn't it? So uh, how do you? what's the secret to um, keeping the players once the trials are done and keeping them throughout the season? Because everything comes up. I mean, the girls want to go off to the races mid, midway through the season, and then uh, obviously I'm not sure, well, pretty sure you won't be playing over Fenac all weekend, will you? No, definitely not. No, not Finacle, but um, no. I, guess, <laughs> I guess the answer to that question is just keeping, um, yeah, keeping everyone engaged and making sure that we're doing stuff for everyone. So we're not just focusing on our higher divisions. We're getting the whole group together. Uh, at the Cats, we have a lot of social stuff with our footy club as well. So, um, yeah, it's just getting everyone down there, I guess, and keeping everyone engaged. So uh, how many uh, grades are we looking at? Uh, Obviously, the Cats netball is going to go across seniors and juniors. What sort of grades are we looking at? We're going to be pumped up to take out the A-grade title this year, are we? Um, We're recruiting in that space this year. Um, (laughs) We've had a fair few leagues down. So, yeah, but I know we're looking good this year. We'll have teams across all the divisions again. So, um, yeah, there's there's something for everyone, I guess, this year. I talked to uh, Takira's coach last week, uh, and they're oh, obviously yes, yes. chirping because they're uh, defending champions. Uh, and I jokingly said that Caitlin Bassett's probably looking for a, uh, a gig. Uh, would you be able to uh, fit her in somewhere in your shooting circle? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> At a pinch? At a pinch? Yeah. Yep. You reckon she'd yep. look good in blue and white? Definitely. I reckon everyone would be onto her, though. <laughs> All right. All right. So you had your first trials on Wednesday night and you said the numbers were good. Uh, Have we got any more trials, uh, grading trials coming up? Yeah. So our second session kicks off tomorrow. So we've got two to three for the juniors on the indoor courts and then seniors will follow at um, three o'clock. Down at the Leisureplex? At the Leisureplex, yeah. All right. So two o'clock for the juniors. What constitutes juniors? What uh, age group are you talking about? Yeah, so the juniors are 17 and under, um, and we can take anyone from the age of nine. And mm-hmm. then, yep, and then, yeah, seniors, obviously. It's for everyone. But you can you can integrate uh, some, you know, if you've got some talent ID juniors, so 15, 16, 17-year-old girls, they can play both, can't they? Can they, go, can they cross over? Yeah, they can, yep. So we have a new um, junior policy this year where people can play both divisions right. for their development if they've got that. All right, That's so true. tomorrow from 2 o'clock, uh, what about if uh, there's uh, obviously some um, players, potential players, prospective players that can't make it tomorrow? One more and that'll be, what, next Wednesday? You'd had a Wednesday this week, you can do it again next week? 
Yeah, our final one will be next Wednesday um, and times will be 4.30 for juniors and 6.30 for seniors and that will be our wrap-up for the year. Now, I did see in the notes that uh, you're going to keep the kids indoors because it's quite warm of an afternoon, but the uh, the seniors from 6.30 will be uh, twilight session outdoors watching the sun sink down over Nickel Bay. You've got it, yep, with the sea breeze <laughs> and or the de- humidity and flies. <laughs> yeah, or depending on the time of the year, the sea gale as it comes through. Um, so uh, you've got, you say you've got good numbers. Now, when is the season getting underway? As I said, I spoke with Takiris last week. I'm now speaking to Karatha Cats. When does um, the Karatha Netball Association season officially get underway? Yeah, so our first season kicks off in the first week of May. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's obviously a bit of time between now and then. So because our association has gotten so big, we require a lot of time to make sure we've got the room for all the clubs and teams they've nominated for this year. So yep. hence the early start, yep, just to give our volunteers on the Craft and Netball Association committee the time to see yeah. what we can do. All right. So uh, how many teams are you likely to nominate at Carath Cats, would you reckon? Uh, so we had 12 last year. And yep. We'll definitely be keeping the the 12 teams that we had from last year. So hopefully we can match that, but try not to look to grow too much bigger. All right. Now, all your training uh, will be done at the Leisureplex. I think that's probably the only place you can play uh, netball in town, isn't it? It's not like down at uh, Kevin Richards Oval you can map out a, a, a netball court to play, is it? Well, not this year, but um, <laughs> hopefully hopefully next year um, as part of the new upgrades there, we'll have our new three courts ready to go. Outdoor courts. Fingers crossed. Yeah, outdoor courts, yeah. Hey, that'd be great. Home and away games, and you can actually uh, host them down at uh, Mill as well uh, for the Carath Cats. Uh, it can't be far away. The uh, The new club rooms must be getting ready. The city must be ready to hand over the key soon, aren't they? Yeah, we're told within the next month or two. So there's. I went down yesterday and seen that there's some windows in the building, so that's looking good. Okay, make sure they, make sure they last. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Craft Cats, one of the more successful clubs in uh, North Broadway Footy League, and I'm sure the Craft Cats Netball are looking and striving for the same amount of success. It's a great club to be part of, particularly if down in the Millerswell, uh, Peaks Creek type area, to uh, get involved uh, in the footy and netball with um, the Caratha Cats. Jo- uh, Jordan, thanks very much for joining us on this Saturday morning. Go well, uh, and hopefully you get some decent numbers again tomorrow afternoon for the next uh, grading session. Thank you very much. Uh, there's Jordan Gregson. She is the president of the Carath Cats Netball uh, Club. And uh, we've got the 9 o'clock news on the way. It's the Saturday Sports Show. All thanks to Extreme Sports. Drop in and see the girls and the guys at Extreme Sports. Sharon and Paula and the crew down at the Carath City Shopping Centre. On Triple M, the Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Welcome back into our second hour of the Saturday Sports Show today, brought to you by Extreme Sports in the Caratha City Shopping Centre. Gymnastics, not a sport that many people would be talking about freely, but we'll be talking gymnastics very, very soon in this hour. And uh, soccer, uh, or football for those people from uh, around Europe, the World Game, we'll be talking soccer very shortly with the Community Participation Officer for Football West, based right here in Caratha. It's all coming up in this hour, another busy hour. Let's get into it. <laughs> 
Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara's Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show for the 18th day of February. It's episode two and it's all brought to you by uh, Extreme Sports. You can find them, uh, Sharon and Paula, in the Caratha City Shopping Centre. Let's talk gymnastics. Now, most people will think a sports show will talk about your footy and your cricket, all your high-level tier one sports, but that's not the way we want to do it here at Triple M. We will give everyone a crack, it, as long as you are a sporting organisation, a club, a team, and you're based up here in the West Pilbara, then we're going to talk to you. Donna Stace is one-time president of Caratha Gymnastics. She's now the keeper of the purse strings, and she's on the phone. Hello, Donna Stace. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, let's talk gymnastics, shall we? Uh, I have not one gymnastic bone in my body, so it's all up to you because, let's face it, you are the expert here. I'm just the driver of the bus. Um, (laughs) Karatha Gymnastics, how long have you guys been going for? Where are you based and how do people get involved? Well, we actually got incorporated 34 years ago this year. Um, Well, you wouldn't have been around then. You're far too young. Oh, well, thank you very much. But yes, uh, I wasn't around in the club, but I was certainly around. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we're a very long-standing uh, club within the city of Karatha. Mm-hmm. Um, we're based at the Karatha Leisure Pex on Court 3, mm-hmm. um, and we run our sessions. Uh, we do morning and afternoon sessions for all our gymnasts. How often? How often are you in uh, there? Every, so Monday to Friday. So um, every day? We have a, yep, every day. Um, and if we have a competition, then we'll use the weekends to run the competitions for the club. Wow, the Leisureplex is such a busy place. How can you get uh, dedicated uh, space every day of the week? Is it like just mornings? Is it afternoons or is it throughout the day? How do you go th- with this? Uh, so it's throughout the day. We actually run, um, we, we'll come in at 7.30 and set up all our equipment uh, and then we'll have our morning sessions with the Littleys um, and then we'll take a break over lunch and then um, sort of have from 2.30 onwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, at 2.30 onwards, so we'll, we'll set up some more equipment for the higher levels and then from 2.30 onwards till about 7 o'clock at night, we run sessions for all our gymnasts after school. Yep. Okay. So when you say the littlies, what are we talking about? Are we talking like preschoolers, four or five uh, age group? What are we talking? Um, actually, littler than that. So we what? actually have programs. Yeah. So we can have nine month olds come and join. Oh, gymnastics. get out. They're not so, even walking yet. Yes, but they're crawling. So they can uh, move around on our. Um, oh, I want to. I want to see one of them on the uh, on the uneven bars. A nine-month-old. No, month old. Well, we don't put them on, but we definitely <laughs> put them on the uneven beam. Uh, we have, sorry, we put them on the beams if they're walking. So we have tailor-made programs for, it's called Kinder Gym um, for, and Jimba Kids for the little ones. So it's all about those fine motor skills and coordination and strength building and stuff for those little ones. It'd be fantastic for perceptual motor program as well to, uh, yeah, get, we, them to get the fine and the gross motor skills uh, under control. Yeah, absolutely. Like a little example is, you know, we'll have pegs on a cutout or mm-hmm. something and then they have to move it across the beam to another area and put things in baskets. So there's a lot of those sort of skills that they're learning. So how do people get involved? I mean, if you're taking them from as young as nine months to um, how old? You you said after school, for the 2.30s for the after schools. Are we taking only uh, primary and high schoolers? Or are we talking uh, into young adults, the 20 to 25-year-old, or are we just capping it at uh, year 12 at this stage? 
So we run our programs up till um, 18 years of age is, is generally as high as we go and yep. then your class is doing adult gymnastics after that. Um, we're in development of putting an adult program together. Um, it is very popular but we're just working on um, coaching and capacity to do that. Uh, but yeah, it is very popular when we do offer those programs but generally um, yeah, up to 18 years old um, are our what we call our senior gymnasts. All right, let's talk about a couple of, uh, well, let's talk about the Nicholson family, shall we? Uh, Janet is the uh, club head coach and Ty, she, her yep. son, yes. uh, nominated for regional coach of the year. He's the men's artistic gymnastics boys senior coach or the MAG senior coach. Um, so it's basically that's an in-house thing with Janet and Ty, but they're not the only coaches, surely. No, we actually have um, between 15 to 19 coaches on mm -hmm. our books yep. so, um, that cover all the different uh, classes that we have. So Janet and Ty yeah, run the, both the MAG and WAG program, but they're also kinder gym qualified um, for the little classes as well. And they oversee the programs that we deliver for the club. But yes, we definitely have a suite of coaches that do an amazing job with our kids. Now, Janet received just recently um, from Gymnastics WA... Uh, a service award, uh, award of merit for um, positive contribution and many years of service to Jim WA. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So Janet's our longest serving um, coach. So she's been around the club for 20 plus years. Um, she actually, her daughter was a gymnast and then she got into coaching and then she's been with us ever since. Fantastic. Now, this is all leading up to the important news of this particular segment. The annual general meeting is coming up and it's on Wednesday night, this coming week, Wednesday the 22nd, um, in the, well, I, I'm going to go back to the old school, Department of Sport and Rec uh, meeting room or DLGSCI. It's got more vowels in there than anything else. Um, <laughs> Uh, the meeting room for Department of Local Government, Sport and Cultural Industries at the Leisureplex from 7 o'clock. Um, what are you looking for, uh, Madam Treasurer, for the committee? Yes, so all positions will be open um, and we do actually have the Executive Committee stepping down at this AGM. So we're super keen to have new, mem uh, new committee members join our organisation, especially in those executive roles. Um, and just to point out for people, the meeting room is actually tucked behind the squash court. So sometimes it can be um, hard, to, hard find. to find. So if you go past the squash courts near the gym there and come in there, it's in there. So, yeah, we don't, we don't want people to say that they couldn't find it to come and join our committee. Now, what's the uh, the upside of joining the committee is you're joining a fantastic group of people and you're uh, putting on a, an amazing program for the city of Caratha for the, the youth from, well, nine months through to 18 and the continued development towards a senior adult program. But the, the downside, I guess, is if you don't get a committee, the club folds. That's as, that's as real as it gets, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, because we are an incorporated non-for-profit yeah. club. We are run by a volunteer committee, even though we have our paid coaches. Um, so, yeah, so if we don't get that volunteer committee, then we can no longer function as an organisation. So it is super, super important for people to support us. Um, we, have four, we have 450 kids in our program, so we are no, we don't a very significant-sized program. And, no, we absolutely do not want to have to close down our program for those kids because... No. It has been an integral part of the city of Caratha for a really long time. Absolutely, for more than two decades. Hey, yeah, um, what's on? Well, it's done what amazing things. Yeah, sorry. What positions are we talking about? Obviously, president, treasurer. They're the positions that you've previously held. What else is in, mm. on the committee? 
So we have um, vice president and secretary as well that make up the executive, executive. and then we we um, like to have about six uh, general committee members yep. and um, some of the roles that the general committee members assist with is fundraising, um, you know, helping out with events. Um, Sourcing you know, sponsors, and, that sort yeah, of stuff. grant writing, yep. those sorts of things. So there's definitely some really amazing skill sets that you can learn if you're part of our committee, um, because yeah, and the, and especially there's opportunities to learn, you know, software like Zero and and we use Tidy HQ and different programs like that. So there's definitely a heap of opportunities to learn new skills as well. Mm, a lot of the uh, sporting groups uh, and associations are using Tidy HQ nowadays. Now you're saying that the long-term exec uh, standing down um, this time round, is it possible that we can um, co-opt them in an ex officio role to help new um, aspiring committee members? I mean, so that we don't lose total touch with um, these long-term members, committee members. Surely we can um, you know, ask nicely and get them to <laughs> stick around just to give a hand, give a guide. They don't necessarily have to run the place, but you know, lend a guiding hand. I mean, Donna, you you would be a loss to the, the whole program. And I know you've got your other things you want to do in life and that sort of stuff, but surely you can help um, and say, yeah, look, that's not the way we would have done it. Why don't you try this? No, look, um, the president and myself, um, we actually have been talking about this and um, we are absolutely going to be there to do a handover um, because there's obviously some official stuff in the treasury role that needs to be handed over which just you know cannot be done in one night at an AGM yep. so we will absolutely be there to support the new members set them up correctly um, to you know teach them what they need to know in regards to the roles that they're taking on um, and also so the president her son is still um, heavily involved in the gymnast gymnastics as a gymnast and a coach mm -hmm. um, so she won't be far away and also um, our administrator Candace has got me on speed dial already so, <laughs> and she's already warned me that she will continue to use that as required. Very good. Uh, shout out to Candace this Saturday morning. Hey, uh, how do people get involved? How do mums, dads, uh, aunties, uncles, carers get their kids involved uh, in the gymnastics club? So the absolutely best way to do it is either jump on our Facebook page, yep. um, Carthage Gymnastics Club Incorporated, and send us a message there. Um, like we said, the lovely Candice manages that. Or send an email to admin at carthagymnastics.com.au. Um, and again, Candice will pick that up and give you all the information you need to get involved. All right. That email address is admin at Karatha Gymnastics, one word, .com.au. Uh, Karatha Gymnastics Incorporated are on Facebook. Sorry, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that want to go your social media route, and you can drop messages through to Candice that way. Uh, Don, it's been wonderful talking to you this Saturday morning. I can talk to you for ages about this. Um, you know, I just have a passion for sport, particularly up here in the Pilbara, um, and we can keep on going. All the best for your AGM on uh, Wednesday night. Remember, it's at the DLGSCI meeting room just past the squash courts in the Leisureplex, 7 o'clock this coming Wednesday. Donna, thanks for your time on a Saturday morning. No worries. Thanks for having us. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara's Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show. Uh, well and truly into the second hour of the program now. Football conjures up a lot of images. Uh, for those people from a European background, football is the round ball game. It's the world ball, the world game. Uh, if you're from down under... Uh, or from the US, it's a totally different meaning. Uh, but we're going to talk the round ball version of football. Football West is the uh, state sporting body for um, soccer 
in Western Australia. And they've got a uh, community participation officer based right here in Caratha. Uh, and her name's Karen, and she's with me on the phone. Hello, Football West Community Participation Officer Karen. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's a bit of a mateful. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Did I get the... Uh, I got all the intro right, though. I mean, it is Football West is the state sporting body for uh, soccer in this state. Yes, that's it. We are. Yes, all right. Football West is it. So yes. has Football West been up in the Pilbara uh, before or has it been a while? What's yes, the go? No, they have. They have been here before. Yes. Um, it's just been staff changeover for a while. So there's probably been around six to seven months that um, we haven't had a community participation officer in the region. All right. So what yes. is your... Uh, Generally, without going into too many specifics, what are you looking for as the community participation officer? So my main role is to obviously to increase participation in the sport. Yep, that'll be one um, number one to, KPI. Yeah, <laughs> is to mainly go into the schools, set up some mini ruse sessions, which are sort of like your younger kids age group fun fun sessions where they start to love the game. Yep. Um, and help feed them into the associations then, and, and give them those pathways. But also then we um, develop our and support or elite pathways for the associations uh, within the area. So you also, as one of your other uh, KPIs, if you like, I'm not sure if KPIs are used in in sporting stuff, but but is one of of your KPIs uh, talent spotting, talent identification as well? Um, mine isn't really talent ID. I um, so we have a coach with it with um, so we've a ter- uh, talent support program coming up and there's trials starting on the 28th of Feb. That's not far away. That pro- no, and then that program starts on March the 9th. So there's a coach here, Marcel, who in the area who'll be doing that. So I'll be supporting Marcel with the coaching sessions, and then what happens with that is that's that backs up the kids um club participation but it's really looking at their individual skills and giving them that little bit more more coaching on a 1v1 situation so i don't really come here to talent id that's done through a football west system where at the end of the season um they have like a country camp and a country week that goes on um but the communication is then held um continued with football west as a general sort of um, the head coaches in Perth. Right. So my job is not not talent ID. My job is to grow the game. It's participation. So like you said, you get into the schools and run uh, clinics for the little takers and try and foster a love for the game. Yeah, so I'm, my background is I'm a phys ed teacher, so I trained in the UK and I've taught in the UK and I've taught in Ireland and I've taught here and I've coached football, soccer, uh, in, the <laughs> States as, in the States as well. So, um, yeah, that that's sort of my sort of like little golden power, as I call it, is, is the younger kids really right. and, and, and just making sure they have fun and they, they love the game. Okay. You know, but... Let, yeah. I just want to introduce the other person that's on our phone conversation is Hayden Bryan. Hello, Hayden. How are you? Yeah, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, what is your role with soccer here in the West Pilbara? So I basically declare myself uh, in a volunteer support role. So I yep. support the Karatha District Soccer Association. 
uh, with coaching a local club, Nickel Soccer Club, mm-hmm. and I've just taken on a referee coordinator, coordinator's position to help mentor the future of Karatha referees. Um, and on top of all that, I assist uh, a subcommittee of the Karatha District Soccer Association uh, developing the senior soccer and getting us 18-year-olds uh, and over, including those with uh, walking frames, to get back into the game and uh, support a competition. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm 30 and I'm still wearing one 30, of those frames too. You, but <laughs> you young whippersnapper, you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how big is uh, soccer across the West Pilbara? How many, uh, how many soccer senior soccer clubs have we got in Karatha? So senior, uh, senior soccer clubs, we've managed to develop four yep. in the last two years, and that sort Good. of supports back to the major clubs here in Karatha um, as we look forward to try and build more membership to add to the extra clubs, uh, Wickham and Dampier, so we can get a full uh, league of six, hopefully in the near future sometime. Very good. Do we have? Uh, do you have much um, Indigenous talent coming out of uh, places like uh, Robin and and uh, some of the camps? Uh, unfortunately, we're still we're we're still trying to steal them off of uh, the football footy. league. Yeah, Aussie, Aussie <laughs> rules. Yeah. The footy league's got a good uh, stronghold here up in Caratha, so um, we're going to try and crack the crack the wall away a bit there and. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as yeah, I don't see it as a competition so much. Uh, if you can offer um, some active, healthy, active ac- uh, activities to the kids um, and to the grown-ups, and as long as it's not, it doesn't conflict on the same days and, and times and that sort of stuff. It's better to have more opportunity than less. That's my my looking at it. I'm doing, am I getting that wrong, Karen? No, no, that's where we sort of come in. We offer programs and we have sponsorships with the Department of uh, uh, Sports. Um, yeah, it used to be Sport and Rec. Take... It's local government sport yeah. and cultural industries now. It's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, and, yeah, with Pink um, Mentally Health WA and, and stuff like that, so and health ways to sort of look at, at um, and belt up to go into yep. um, the areas and, and support and, ru- and run programs. Um, and one of the great things that I've realised here within the sporting um, office is that when you um, that you all work together as well to sort of um, help help the kids and right. provide. Yeah. How do people get in touch with you, Karen, as the participation participation officer for Football West? Um, I basically Facebook. I think Football West Pilbara. We yep. have a Pilbara page, so you can. I am um, in that as well as Football West. So definitely send me a message, um, and that's the best way to get in contact with me. And David, I, I don't know if you if you're running out of time, but I think the Women's World Cup here is a massive thing coming up this year. So um, we have that in Australia. A Women's yeah. World Cup in football. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Yeah, so that's the other thing. That's one of the things. That's on my remit, big time. Yeah, so, so you're going to be you're going to be bailing out of Karatha sometime in the next couple of months to go and watch the uh, travelling circus, aren't you? Well, I do have tickets for Ireland. Canada, I'm sure you yes. do. <laughs> Let's get back to the crux of things, uh, Karen. The yeah. uh, talent support program is holding trials yeah. in ten days' time on the 28th of Feb. Where? Yeah. And from what time? So it's at the Leisure Plex, and it's six. To seven, I think. I am. Uh, PM. PM. Goodness gracious me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is on the twenty eighth of February. That's is the Tuesday trial. week. Yeah. 
Yep. Tuesday. Yeah. And um, there's actually a an expression of interest form to uh, to fill out. So that's on the Facebook page. If anyone's interested, to go on there and they can email me or uh, uh, send a message to me, and I will email them out the form. So right. we know what numbers we have. Yeah, uh, Football West Pilbara is the Facebook page. Uh, you'll find the uh, EOI forms on there. The 28th of Feb, it's Tuesday week, 6 o'clock on the uh, grass at the Leisure Plex uh, of an evening. Uh, try not to get distracted by the uh, golden orb sinking into Nickel Bay. It's very, it's fabulous uh, at that time of night. But uh, get, on, get the kids down there. You're looking for kids up to the age of 16 or 13 to 16. Is that what we're looking for? Yeah, 13 to 16. Yeah. Okay, very good. Hey, Hayden, what about senior football? When is that season likely to get underway? Uh, so we've got our FIFA World uh, Caratha World Cup starting on the 27th of February, Monday you to, night. You had to just change that, didn't you? you the FIFA World Cup. I was going to start oh, calling about, you Johnny, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, the so Caratha World then. Cup. What's that? Uh, so we've we've got a competition. Um, pick your country, pick your best eight, and we are having a five-a-side co- uh, knockout competition. Where? Um, uh, at the Tambray Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Or Tambray Oval. Yep. Uh, Monday nights, uh, six thirty onwards, uh, and yeah, knockout comp round of sixteen straight to the finals. Full field, straight or you're playing crossfield? Uh, we're going to play five a side format, so yep. it'd be crossfield sort of format. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's at the Tambray uh, Oval, if you like, between the Tambray Centre and Tambray Primary School. Yes, that's correct. Very good. All right. So how do people get in touch with you about that, or have you already closed your nominations? Uh, nominations are still open. Yep. Uh, you can find us through the Caratha Districts Junior Soccer Association or KDJSA yep. Facebook page or the Caratha Senior Soccer page. Very good. Karen, thanks very much for your time today. We'll, no, touch, ba- we'll, we'll yeah. touch base with you again throughout the year, except for when the World Cup's on because you'll be uh, slightly distracted. Uh, Hayden, I'd like to catch up with you uh, throughout the uh, the winter months, if you like, the dry season, uh, once the uh, football season gets underway. Absolutely, no problem. Karen Hennessy is the uh, Community Participation Officer with Football West. You can find her in the office, uh, one of the offices out at the Leisureplex. Uh, and Hayden Bryan is uh, the jack of all trades for uh, football seniors and juniors across the West Pilbara. Thank them for their time. So we're going to take a quick break on the Saturday Sports Show. We'll wrap it all up with a bit of basketball after this. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show, uh, thanks to Extreme Sports in the Caratha City Shopping Centre. It's almost time to finish off. Now, last week, I spoke with Aaron Chambers and daughter Isabel about how good our 12s did at the Basketball WA Country Champs. The pr- Last weekend, while I was speaking with them, our 13s uh, were on court down at the Bendat Basketball Centre in Perth. And they've come back with the chocolates. In fact, a lot more chocolates. Jodie Swaffer is the uh, president of Caratha Basketball. She's on the phone. Morning, Jodie. G'day. How are you? I'm good. I'm really pleased with uh, junior basketball in this town. Yeah, we are leading the way across the Pilbara. It's been a really great, um, yeah, great championship so far. Now, last weekend, the 13s, boys and girls, uh, were on court. Um, we had a few grand finals. Uh, sadly, the 13, girl, 13 girls in the championship division went down in a big way, 38-10 to Australin. But in the boys, 14B, Divi 2, 
Karatha beat Collie 43-31 with the MVP for the final, Young Kai Angove. Uh, and in the Div 3 for 14B Division, uh, the grand final, Karatha 42, Bunbury 17. What a massive win. And Reef yeah. Corker, the MVP of that grand final. It's a pretty good effort for the uh, the boys, the 14 boys. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, they've been training really, really hard. They've been training as a squad uh, for most of the off-season um, and leading into these um, championships. So very, very proud of them. All right. Uh, 14 girls. We had uh, our girls in the championship division and a tight grand final, 30 points to 27 over Albany. Now, Albany basketball is very strong in regional WA, so that's an awesome effort by the 14 girls championship team and the MVP, Legacy Harris. She is a superstar. She is. She's leading the way. She's a great role model for our uh, junior athletes as well. She's also a part of the Basketball WA pathway too. So she's been um, So this is talent ID, isn't it? Front. Definitely, yep. Yeah, so um, she was a very yeah great role model out there for the girls, and she's such a great athlete on and off the court. Little pocket rocket, Legacy Harris. Definitely. Um, now, at the end of the weekend, the All-Stars uh, get named, so the best five players across the age groups. Now, in 13 girls in the championship division, we had young Evie Strange make the All-Star team. Very good. Good work, Evie. Yeah, she played a, a Ripper tournament. She's one of our tools out there. She busted the floor up both ends and i um, really proud of her development too. She even uh, put the ball on the floor a bit, which is um, something that a little doesn't bit unusual, is it? natural. So she did a really good job. <laughs> All right, Evie, you need to be under the basket, mate. You need to post up. Oh, she's amazing. Uh, let's yeah. let the little people uh, do the all the bouncing and the passing and that sort of stuff. <laughs> you need to get inside. Go to the low post. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 14 boys in uh, the championship. We had no, um, we did. We were only in the championship division, so we didn't get any yeah. in the um, All-Stars no. there. But in, from the 14 girls championship, when we just said that they've had a win, 30 to 27, Legacy made the, uh, the All-Star team. It's joined by Kira Fawcett. So we've got two out of the five in, yeah. in the All-Star five. Yeah, pretty amazing. Again, that, that age group was so hard to pick the team that travelled down. They're all really strong and work so well together. Kira just doesn't stop. She will give you 110% the whole game um, and just run those lanes really hard and put that defensive pressure on as well. So both are very deserving um, to be in that top five. So the thing is with these junior championships in the lead-up to the March long weekend when the seniors go away, the junior championships, you'll get uh, talent spotters from for junior pathways uh, from all over, not just in Perth but also from the uh, West Australian Institute um, as well. There'll be uh, interstaters that'll come along and have a look and see what's going on and they'll... They may not uh, put the feelers out straight away, but they will certainly mark the cards and keep an eye on these kids as they progress. Uh, so that's it's awesome for our, our kids, the Evie, um, Legacy and Kira, who have uh, made the All-Star team. But there's, there'll be others that didn't get in the All-Star team that uh, people will have noted uh, for future. Uh, yeah, what's absolutely. next for uh, Karatha Basketball? Um, I'm going to try and catch up with uh, Basketball WA uh, operations from the NBL One West because you've got big game coming uh, Very. in April. So we're not, it's not that far away. It's probably, what, no. six or seven weeks away now? 
Yep, yep, we're in full swing planning mode. So very, very excited to be able to host the NBL1 uh, West game between Geraldton Buccaneers and Perth Redbacks. Mm -hmm. um, for basketball, this is a very big event on our calendar. Um, the Carratha Leisureplex is a great uh, facility in which we can host the event, so very grateful um, that we've got that up here to be able to You're only saying it. that because you're part of City, correct? <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> it's, um, you know, nine courts and it's a... It's an elite um, facility, it so we're, we are pretty stoked to have that. Um, but, yeah, so that will be able to showcase that high quality game for our um, local kids that may not have ever seen a game of that level. Um, and we're also surrounding it with some community activation as well, um, plus a development camp again, um, which will be held on the Friday and Saturday. Uh, it is across the Easter weekend, which is a little bit of a bugger. Because and that, and that Jody, that's why. That's why we're talking about it now, seven weeks Absolutely. out. All of us, we do get know the calendar. basketball community and us here at Triple M. We know it's Easter weekend, so we need to get the message in there now. Don't necessarily go away. Yes, you can no. still have your hot cross buns. I mean, let's face it, they've been in the shop since bloody Boxing Day. Um, <laughs> exactly. You can have your chocolates in moderation, but there'll be there'll be um, uh, clinics and camps and that stuff over the Easter weekend in the lead up to uh, the game between Perth Redbacks uh, and the Geraldton Buccaneers men's game. There's no women's game because sadly the Bucks don't have a women's team in the NBA One West competition. But it's a men's game. It's high quality, um, yep. and uh, it'll be on Saturday night the yeah. Easter Saturday at the Leisureplex. How are we going to set it up? Do you know the actual layout? Which court are we going to set up as the show yeah, court? So yes, we've got the middle court, which is a show court, and then we'll have the big stand come out that goes across court three, and then court one will be um, court side boxes. So we're going to put a call out there as well. So um, we'll do some tables of 10 um, that you'll be able to um, book and you'll be served some food and drink across the evening as well and be able to have that real courtside experience. So very much looking forward to it. We've also got some local dancers that will provide some um, cheerleading and we'll also have some halftime um, competitions. We'll have a leading game like a curtain raiser yep. and we are trying to make it explosive. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, uh, I don't suppose there'd be... Any seat available for the Triple M Sports host, would there? Just of course putting there it out there. Be. Definitely. <laughs> we'll make a spot. <laughs> you are a smooth touch. Hey, uh, Jody, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. We'll uh, touch base with um, the NBO on West uh, in the leading in the coming weeks to uh, further promote this uh, big game. But uh, don't forget, uh, domestic basketball is back on today uh, out at the Leisureplex this, uh, and uh, Thursday, Friday nights out there as well. I've been told, and I don't know uh, if this is appropriate, but apparently I'm supposed to say, calm the trouts. Does that mean anything That's to you? exactly right. Absolutely <laughs> it does. I knew it would. Absolutely. <laughs> Jodie, thanks for your time today. No worries, thank you. Jody Swaffer is the president of Caratha Basketball Association. Has a bit of affiliation with the Trouts basketball team as well. That's it for the Saturday Sports Show for episode two. We'll try and get the whole episode up on uh, as a podcast on the listener app. We're working through the technology on that at the moment. But uh, that's it for today's program. Thanks to Sharon and Paula at Extreme Sports for sponsoring the program. Have a great weekend. I'm out of here.